Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking time today to join us for another study from God's Word. Why don't you go ahead right now and turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 19. Today, we're going to look at verses 26 through 27. And in just a minute, I'll begin to unpack that. So here's the big question for today. What is our responsibility to our family in the light of the task of sharing Christ with the world? Family life, like every other part of our culture, is changing. I notice that the millennials are waiting on marriage compared to my generation and the generations older than them. And most Gen Xers, while they're still living longer at home, in some sort of family arrangement with their parents or other family members before they even start their own married life. But the Word of God tells us the importance of caring for family relations. So let's look at that passage in John. John 19, 26 through 27. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to this disciple, Here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her into his home. Here's some things we can observe right away. One, Jesus is nearing his death on the cross, and he wants to make sure that Mary, his mother, is going to be cared for. It appears probably that Joseph, Mary's husband, had passed away. We find no record of him uh, since the time that Jesus was about 12 years old speaking in the temple. And the life for a widow in Jesus' day was really pretty difficult. They had very small amounts of education, and pretty much they were confined to just being a homemaker, which is a great opportunity, but they had no way to provide and make money for themselves. So when the husband died, they were pretty much on their own. This is one of the most difficult and challenging moments in Jesus' life, and look, he's still caring for others, even his family. I noticed that the scripture says he saw and then he spoke. Those were two interesting words to me. Even while dying on the cross, Jesus was concerned about his family. Our families are a gift from God, and we should really value them, and we should take care of them in whatever type of situation we find ourselves. Neither Christian work nor key responsibilities in any job or some position is an excuse for us from passing on taking care of our families. Jesus puts Mary in the care of John, his disciple. I asked this question to myself. Why didn't Jesus assign this task to one of his own brothers? Sometimes there are those who were nearer of kin, but others who were more near in their heart to God. Remember, John is the disciple who's going to stay there through the crucifixion. He's the only one who's there, and Jesus is the eldest son. He's going to make sure that his mother's taken care of, so he's going to speak to John. I can't imagine Mary's broken heart while suffering for her own child. You see, she might have clung to the cross, got stuck in the sorrow, got stuck in the agony, and missed the whole miracle that Jesus would rise victorious over death, hell, and the grave, that he would be the Savior of anyone who would believe his testimony. So when we hear Jesus saying to his mother, Woman, behold your son, and to the disciple, saying, behold your mother. Our first thought is that Jesus is using this opportunity 
to provide for his mother, and I believe he did. But I think Jesus was also using this last opportunity to provide for his friend John. You see, John, the disciple, he was hurting too. Maybe not as much as Jesus' mother, but he was hurting nevertheless. And by turning to this disciple, Jesus is going to entrust to him his mother Mary, her care. Jesus was giving this disciple something worth living for. He was giving him a trust beyond trust. How could Jesus have shown more faith in his friend than to say, I need you to take care of my mom. Behold your mother. What a gracious thing. There's a second blessing that I saw, and it's also for Mary. Life was never easy for Mary, not since the day the angel visited her and said, don't be afraid. For Mary, you found favor with God, and you're going to conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you'll call his name Jesus. Favor, yes, favor indeed. And yes, God loved Mary and honored her by choosing her to be the mother of the Savior. But God never made it easy for Mary. Remember, she became pregnant before she was married. She gave birth while traveling. She had to cradle her baby in an old feeding trough. She and her little family had to, had to race out of the country and hide in Egypt because of the murderous Herod. On and on, their life seemed to have trouble. And now the final chapter. She has to witness her own son being executed as a criminal in the, one of the worst ways to die, crucifixion. But the Lord Jesus, he knew Mary. He knew what she had suffered. And he loved her. And he wanted to offer her a blessing. But what could he give her? He'd been stripped of everything, even his own clothing. He had nothing to offer except for one thing. Woman, behold your son. When we think of this opportunity, he made sure that Mary was taken care of, that Mary had someone who could be there. She was very vulnerable as a widow. There, wasn't be, there wouldn't be very many opportunities for her in life. She had sons, but we don't know why they didn't step up. But Jesus saw that she needed someone, someone who was trustworthy, someone who would be with her all the way to the end. Jesus knew that she needed someone who would walk with her. What a ministry opportunity. If you've been looking for a place to be used by God, what about doing a little follow-up after a funeral, making time to call or drop by with a simple meal, or maybe just offer a listening ear or a helping hand and, and helping people work through their loss by learning to laugh again. So the Lord sends Mary to John's house. What a huge responsibility and an honor that Jesus would trust John to care for his mother. And I like verse 27. Look at what the Bible says. From then on, here's his response. He took her right then to his home. When Jesus asked, his answer was an immediate yes. Oh, I think that ought to be the response that we give when God asks us to do something. When he wants us to step forward. Maybe today some of you have seen and started in ministry. Maybe today you're having to figure it out as you go along. Maybe today you're already active and you're having to kind of say, Lord, I want to serve you. Show me a little more. Let me tell you, taking care of family members and widows, this pleases God. The early church tradition tells us that John cared for Mary until her death. And then he moved to Asia Minor where he had a long and successful ministry. John will go on to write four books in the New Testament. What a blessing. His ministry really took off 
when he obeyed at that point that God showed him first. I also found out that it shows that God has different types of callings for our lives. Peter was called to preach to thousands. John was first called to care for one woman, Jesus' own mother. You see, I'm not called to compete with anyone else, but I'm called to live in obedience. One of the most powerful things I can do and you can do is to steward what God has placed in our hands. So what is God asking you to care for? What's God placed in your hands to take over and be responsible for? Could it be that before we can be great, we have to learn to be a giver? Before we can really reach out and touch the world, can we reach across the room and touch our own family? Our responsibility as believers is to be obedient to whatever God has placed in our hands. So let us close today in prayer. Would you? Here we go. Thank you, Lord. You see everything. Everyone, you know our real heart needs. You have a plan to comfort us. And Lord, through that, to help us comfort someone else. Someone today is needing help. And someone today needs to be a help to others. It's the beginning of their healing process. They need something to live for. Lord, let us live for what's really important now. And Lord, then we can go on and be successful in other areas of our life. Thank you today, Lord. Help us to see. Help us to start, Lord. Help us to hear. Help us to accept. Help us to start acting for your glory. These things we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thanks again for making time to study with us in the Word. And join us tomorrow for another insight in how to live the life that God's intended. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.